successful performer cast bonus episode. This is the show that interviews one full-time professional entertainer per week with the goal of inspiring and equipping those who are working to make the leap themselves. This is the Successful Performer Cast. Hey everyone, this is a bonus episode of Successful Performer Cast, and I've invited onto the show two past guests uh, back onto the show. We have Jay Alexander and Christian Kajigal, and they're going to be talking about a brand new magic festival they're putting together called Fog City Magic Fest. And they're going to get into the nuts and bolts of how they've been going about putting this thing together. But first, I'd like to thank the sponsor for this show, Manage Gigs, who helps you to keep track of all of your gigs online without having to resort to spreadsheets. Visit manageyourgigs.com today and check it out and sign up for your free seven-day trial. All right, let's get to our talk with Jay and Christian. Jay Alexander and Christian Kajigal, welcome back, guys. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Hey, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad you uh, told me about what we're what what you guys got uh, going on. So the the reason I invited uh, these two weird guys back on my show is because they've been putting together a four day festival of magic up in San Francisco called the Fog City Magic Fest, and I wanted to get them on to to talk to them and you know to find out how they've been putting this together. So first off, uh, I guess guys, tell us the the who, what, where, when, and why, and we'll get to the the how after that. Uh, well, uh, I'm an artist in residence at Exit Theater, which is like a small, it's a small like multiplex of small theaters, like an 80 seat theater and a 49 seat theater, mm-hmm. where like people people can like develop material. And um, they've been producing my stuff for the past few years. And a couple of years ago, they approached me about putting on a magic festival. Mm-hmm. And at that time in my life, I was like, I I don't know if I can take that on right now. Um, and I had like designs and dreams of putting on some sort of festival one day in the distant future. But, uh, but at that time that wasn't quite it. And last year I was discussing it with Jay over the phone and Jay was like, I think it's a great idea. I would totally help you with that. Let's do it. And then that's kind of what really kind of made me feel like, okay, I could do this because I would have someone else's help. Cause right. uh, I mean, we're very lucky. A- Exit theater is producing it, but uh, we are, we are the ones who get to manage and decide how it, how it goes artistically. Um, and it's nice to be able to have Jay uh, in my corner and, and us, developing this thing together and and with like and with anything when you go to a theater show when a theater produces your show you still have to do the work i mm-hmm. i've done um chris and i have two different kind of worlds we, we perform in he does yeah. more th- kind of these theater shows with his um his show which is more theatrical and i'm much more of a commercial performer doing corporate events cruise ships and theater shows but my theater shows are definitely more commercial type yeah, shows i'd sure, say sure. um in that way. And so, and I know every time I've gone into a theater that someone else is producing me, because mm-hmm. I've done both producing myself and having other people produce me. And when they produce me, I always realize I still need to do the work. I still need to make sure that it's things are, that marketing is getting out correctly and all those type of sure. things. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, um, so, you know, and, but I'm like, when Christian asked me, I was like, yeah, I think this would be great. I think San Francisco, it's, need something like this and yeah. I you know magic's what I love and 
So to be able to bring something like that to our city, I, I think it would be great. Yeah. Okay. So what is the Fog City Magic Fest then? Uh, so it's a four-day event. Um, it'll be uh, February 10th to the 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's, it's a celebration of, uh, of magicians in the Bay Area or people who came from the Bay Area. So, you know, the first night will be um, uh, a bunch of uh, magicians who've actually all performed in Exit Theater before. Uh, people who've kind of gone through there and produced their own material there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the on the on Thursday the 11th is David Gerard, mm-hmm. who's a fantastic um, up-and-coming mentalist. Um, he's worked with uh, Colin, Colin Cloud more recently. And he's actually, he's been having his own residency at a place called Piano Fight around the corner from Exit Theater. And they've been doing really interesting stuff over at Piano Fight. They're both like this really fantastic bar and they have two small theaters in the back. So oh, he's been cool. doing his own regular thing. Yeah. And so I want to kind of bring them in into the fold and, and welcome David in. And then on um, Friday is uh, our friend Brad Barton, who's been doing stuff over at, at a place called The Lost Church, which is in the Mission, which is sort of like the big the big hip place that everybody's been moving to with mm-hmm. uh, uh, with all the tech people moving into San Francisco. And he's been doing his own thing over there, creating his own audience and, and creating his own material. So, I mean, I really want to bring in people who are like developing their own stuff on their own and kind of highlight them further. Um, and then we have Jade, international performer Jade, mm-hmm. who actually is originally from San Francisco, who's performed for well, like... She's still from San Francisco. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, who who has performed for the, with the Princess of Monaco. Yes. Um, oh, and she looks... And she won. She won the IBM many years ago. She won IBM um, the gold award, the, right? Yeah, which is not an award that gets handed out every right. year. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Brian Scott uh, doing a family show. Uh, I'll be hosting a closing night, kind of cabaret extravaganza, and um, and the, and then my the, my my little pet project in the middle of all that is uh, is Magic Slam. Magic Slam. What's Magic Slam? It's the ultimate slam in magic. <laughs> okay. It's basically, it's Iron Chef. It's what everybody's been doing. It's it, Iron Chef with, with, with magic. magic. It's, and it's uh, going to be, you know. And it's going to be extra stupid and extra, like, the, 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 <laughs> the focus is on fun and stupidity, not actually trying to win anything. Okay, okay. And, you know. Now, how did you guys decide on who you wanted to get in touch with for performing? Uh, for me, it was a big part of like, like really get, getting people who've already been like developing their own work mm-hmm. uh, and, and and wanting to highlight them. So that's where like uh, um, Brad and David came in for for me. That's people who I wanted to focus on. Um, and uh, and then it was like trying to balance out like you know I mean let, let's face it, magic can be full of like white guys. So it's like okay, we need we need like more people in this. Um, and diversity was a big thing for me. Okay, we, we live in a city that is all about diversity right. in San Francisco, and so we really wanted to have it be have that feeling. We also wanted to bring in magicians from all over the Bay Area. The, the reason we called it Fog City Magic Fest, opposed to San Francisco Magic Fest, um, was we wanted to encompass San Francisco is only seven square miles, which mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize how small of a city it is. Yeah. It's tiny. Huh. Um, yeah. But you've got the Silicon Valley, which you know, we call the South Bay. You have the North Bay, which is Marin, which is over the Golden Gate Bridge. You have the East Bay. So it's, you know, it, it expands a huge area outside of San Francisco. So we're kind of also trying to bring people in from all of those areas um, because each one has its own little magic scene. Mm-hmm. But we're trying to be very all-encompassing and make it build the community. It's, this, this thing is just as much about building a community of magic. Because we do have in San Francisco, in the Bay Area, 
a lot of incredible magicians mm-hmm. um, that are doing all types of work from just the regular doing for everything from kids' birthday parties to, you know, corporate work to doing really cool things like Christian, who does these amazing theatrical shows that are, so you know, very unique and different and original. So we're trying to kind of mix all that together into uh, in the festival. And we have we have these various worlds uh, and communities in the Bay Area. Um, and there's some overlap, but very rarely do we all do we all ever get in the same room together. You yeah. know, and so that was a thing to be able to like bring in like folks from the East Bay and the South Bay and the North Bay, um, and and uh, and hopefully we can stretch that out uh, even further one day. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I noticed this is a a first annual Fog City Magic Fest. So even though I mean there, there's people that you haven't haven't. Or, or I, I guess aren't able to get in for this one, there will be uh, successive years as well, and you'll be able to have more of a variety of people as well. Yes, very much so. Perfect. Definitely. There's there's people that we love and think are great that just didn't work out for this first year mm-hmm. that we'll definitely have for the second year. And, we, you know, we were, you know some, sometimes we've, when we're talking about it, we had to somewhat leave out people on purpose thinking, all right, we want them for the second year. Yeah. We, don't, we don't want to use everyone that we think is the best the first year and the second year think, all right, what are we going to do now? <laughs> so it's, and there's a lot of great performers in the San Francisco Bay area. People don't realize how strong of a community mm-hmm. of magicians this is. People think of LA or, or Vegas, but San Francisco does have a lot of people that are out there working quietly, working a lot and are real professionals. Yeah. Um, probably a lot more than a lot of other cities because of the high tech industry being here. It's been able to, there's been a lot of people that have been able to make a living doing magic and don't have to put out magic for other magicians, don't have to do with that kind of thing mm. to get their name out there. They're just out working. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. Yeah. So take us into to the moment here. Uh, you, you two got on the phone, you know, uh, Christian brought up the, the idea of, you know, I've been approached to do this. What do you think? And and you decided to do this. So, what were some of the first steps after this idea kind of crystallized? What what were some of the first steps you guys took in making this a reality? Uh, we had to sit down with um, with the producers at the theater mm-hmm. and, and kind of hash out like, how will we actually do this? What you know? How many shows were we going to do? One show a night? Two shows? Two shows a night? Um, what 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 can we actually afford? Because it's it's a small. It's a small venue. I mean, it, it's it's an eighty seat venue, yeah. so uh, I mean, just financially, there's only so far you can go with that. Um, so, so just how do you make the numbers work for that? And then after that, it's it's you know finding you know, deciding on the talent ourselves. The, the the producers let us decide artistically how we want to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and yeah, after that was like you know programming. It was like who do we want to pick and and why and and uh, and and even this, and right now we're still in the mid process. Right now we're still kind of it's the first year, first year of a festival. So you're just kind of figuring out what's the right way to do it mm-hmm. for for what you have to work with, um, especially for this first year. So so yeah, so we're still in mid process right now, figuring out the, the nuts and bolts. We'll understand more uh, after the festival, and then and you know, and we still have plans for you know, there, there's other small venues in in the in the neighborhood, and the neighborhood is kind of starting to develop in its own way there's like more venues to, uh, popping up there mm-hmm. so in, in a couple of years we're hoping to be able to expand to other venues across the neighborhood and and have more okay. space and 
Yeah, we would like this to, in, in, in time to be more like a fringe festival where you have lots of theaters and people can go from show to show in different places. And, oh, that you know, would be, and there'd be awesome. There'd yeah. be, you know, yeah. three or four venues all having magicians for, for the week of the festival. Uh-huh. And um, you know, so that, that creates a lot of hype and excitement. And I, we were asking like the nuts and bolts of the next step of once we just talked on the phone. It was meeting with the theater, figuring out financially, you know, what, you know, what's a, you know, on average, what we think we could get, what if we sell out, like how much money do we have to play with mm-hmm. to, so we can then pay the performer, like what can we pay people? What, uh, you know, what do we need to spend on marketing and advertising? Because mm-hmm. um, like anything, any doing any show, it's how, how do you get butts in the seats? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, you know, which we basically had to kind of sit together and look at all the things. So artistically, you know, even when, when picking people, it's like, okay, who artistically do we really respect? Um, as you know, as magical artist, and then who on the business side, who put who of the performers can put butts in the seats, and um, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of you got you got to weigh both of them, okay. figure out is to make something work, and then sometimes there's somewhere it's like okay, I don't know if they can get people in, but we really believe that they're they're the next the next up and coming thing in the round here. Mm-hmm. You want to support them? Let's get them in and and help them get an audience. Okay. Okay. So you brought up marketing and, and promoting it. How are you guys uh, going about that? Uh, a big part of it has been social media because mm-hmm. um, we are yeah, exit theater is, is a small nonprofit and all, all small theaters don't have a huge marketing budget. Mm-hmm. Um, it is something we hope to grow to, uh, but especially for this first year when it's all still kind of uh, uh, an experiment, we have to kind of work with what we got. So, you know, we've, we've been doing the usual press releases and that kind of thing and reaching out to various press people and, you know, like you and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and, uh, and the rest has been a whole lot of social media marketing. You know, we have, we have the page for it. We have the event for it. Um, Jay had the, had the brilliant idea where he took, he, he, he snatched photos of all, of all the performers off of Facebook, put the, <laughs> the he designed the logo and the poster. So all, all the poster art and logo art is all his for Fox City Magic Fest, right? And uh, and so he had the great idea of what if we like gave everybody their own like picture with, with the logo on it and just, and like kind of put those out like once every couple of days as this great teaser. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, uh, so like he made it all and it was great because we've been tag teaming the entire time. It's like, Jay's all like, okay, I'm going to make all these things right now. I now have to go on a cruise ship for the next two weeks. Peace out, bye. <laughs> great, I got it from here. I got all the photographs. I'll be like, popping these on, on Facebook and social media uh, all over the place for the next like two weeks. And it's wonderful because it annoyed so many people because they were like, why don't we know what this is yet? And we're thinking, because <laughs> we want you yeah. to, we want you to be this annoyed and want to know what it is. Yeah, I said to Christian, I'm like, we can't put it all out there at one time. And people are like, can we go to the website and read it? It's like, let's put little things where they start seeing the logo. Yeah. They start, and then you see a picture of somebody they know. It's funny because, I, I, as you said, I was on a, I was working a cruise ship in South America mm-hmm. and I had very little internet, but every time I'd have internet, I'd send him like some more pictures and more things. And he was then in charge of kind of, kind of doling it out slowly. And I got back in town and I have a, a message from somebody saying, congratulations. I hear you're part of the Fog City Magic Fest. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you're Which like a founder or anything like, like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, very, it's like very sweet, but I'm like, hey, yeah, I, a little bit part of it. Right. It's, it's, uh, so Jay's idea of how to make this feel even bigger, yeah, <laughs> uh, 
worked because it, it, it immediately got bigger than him. Yes. Oh man, and I, I I love what you're doing. You're 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 kind of creating a pain point for people, and you're just kind of you know like kind of egging it on a little bit so that whenever whenever things have been released, you know that's going to be you know. It's it's gonna it's gonna release the pain, you know, and they're gonna be like, oh, oh, that's right. all right, I get it, that's that's, and that's it's, good. <laughs> and, and it's funny because it's just a title on a picture. It's not the end of the world if you don't know right now. But the <laughs> yeah. whole teaser thing—it's a teaser, right? Yeah. Teasers are great; they work, um, and it really created a lot of a lot of interest and intrigue. And and uh, you know, even non magicians were like, "What is this about?" Contacting me when and. It was great. It was great. The, the, the whole teaser campaign. Worked. Yeah. So then when we did put it out, you know, and I, it was kind of amazing that I had people like from Facebook that are, that have go to my shows for years, that all of a sudden I see that they're, you know, I just put a little thing on it about it on online and you see that they've gone and liked the page and, mm-hmm. and have called and said, Oh, you know, you know, which shows are good. What should I go to? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just create the excitement. Again, it's not, we're not doing that the first year. We're not doing this in any huge theaters. So I, it shouldn't, you know, I don't think we need to spend a ton on marketing that way. It's from me doing my theater shows for years in the Bay Area. I've never understood how people go without huge budgets and get people into the theater without knowing exactly, without knowing the person. Yeah. Um, so I've, you know, I've built my career. Christian's built his career on just, you, you build your own audience mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Th- you know, and, and from building your own audience, you, um, and your own fan base, it's, it's builds on itself. Well, with the with the festival, what we're hoping is each one of our fan bases will kind of mm-hmm. will all get to uh, use each other's fan bases, basically. Okay, I think it's okay. a really important thing. I think it's a really important thing right now for all all artists and performers um, and to everybody. Essentially, is making their own audience. And YouTube, you get to go make your own audience. But the nice thing about YouTube is it's kind of also community. You can kind of like graze past a new art, artist that you never never thought about before. Mm-hmm. And that's only because you saw another artist that you do like. Um, so the idea that we can mix all of our audiences together and try and create one big community out of it, at least for a week and, and hopefully, you know, cross pollinate. Well, it's, but it's, well, it's not, I don't think it's just for the week. The festival is just for the sure. week, but I think yeah. what, I, I think I may, might even said this on your podcast when I was on it just by myself, you know, l- last year, mm-hmm. I don't believe, like, I hate looking at the other magicians in town and thinking they're my competition. Mm-hmm. They're not. Yeah, it's I like, agree. I'm my own competition. That's it. Mm-hmm. And the more we can help each other, the further we all go. And the more we create this excitement about magic in San Francisco, the more people are going to want magicians for their events. Uh And when it goes, you know, or buy a ticket to to another magic show. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, the more we can do that and create, put out good magic. And, you know, when we're talking about like, who should we have for this? You know, a big part of this that excites me is right now, Magic is so much about magicians on YouTube or on television. And I love live theater. I love magic, the old-fashioned way of seeing it live and in person, the way I think magic is best. It's mm-hmm. um, so that, And that is a big part of this festival. It's like, okay, I don't, we don't need another YouTube magician here. It's, and we didn't even talk about it. We try to make some YouTube, some, some videos and um, to help market this. And it's like, we still might. The reality is I want it to be about live entertainment much more than anything else. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's the thing that I think is exciting is having the live entertainment and building the community for, for everyone to work more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Are your gigs and customers a pain to manage? If you said yes, then you haven't visited manageyourgigs.com yet. This online solution was made by a professional entertainer to eliminate the frustration that comes with generic CRM tools. This one was made for us. For a low monthly fee, you can keep track of all of your customers and gigs online with nothing to install. So stop managing your gigs with spreadsheets or paper and start doing it the way that the pros do it. So visit manageyourgigs.com today and sign up for your free seven-day trial. Now, let's get back to that interview. So you've been uh, trying to generate buzz in the, the social media uh, avenues. Uh, what um, what other aspects are you guys putting into the marketing, um, you know, to try and get butts in seats? Uh, those are the two main ones: are press releases <laughs> to, the, to the media and social press media. Releases? Yeah, okay. you know, I mean, we, we do have some posters. We're gonna have you know the postcards and all that. But it's you know all that. I I from years of doing this, I still feel unless you have huge budgets mm-hmm. to really plaster a town, right? And which we don't need to do with the size of this festival. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it doesn't matter because if you do that, plaster a town, people have to see it everywhere. Like they have to see it more than once. You don't see a poster one time and say. I'm going to go to the show. I know when I, I used to do a big show called the swing circus and it was, we do like 500 seat theaters in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And with that, it was much more about, I plastered the town with posters. I then made sure that it was, I got on the, the morning shows and the radio, the local radio. Mm-hmm. And so that way people would see, see it in their coffee shop. They would see me on television and that would get people into the seats. Okay. But for this, we really can't do that. And that there's there's not there's also a different time. There's not local we and San Francisco does not have much local television local programming anymore, mm-hmm. either on radio or on television like they used to. It's there's very few shows you, know, I mean, the, you the, can the, get on. The internet did change everything for everybody. So it's not like everybody's watching the same four channels in the morning. Right. Um so getting a morning TV doesn't doesn't mean as much. Uh unless I guess you're yeah. on yeah. on the national show. But even then even then it, even then, the local me getting on local television or even like the local paper, I do it much more because then I could put it on Facebook, believe right, it or exactly. not. It's like, right. that, oh, that's true. Which, yeah, right, right. which is really weird. It's like, I want that because then I, I put the me on television on you on Facebook. And I think that gets more excitement than me actually being on television to begin with. That right. is cool because then they see their friend is on TV and they're more than more likely to uh, share it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, have you guys had anybody uh, pick up your press releases or gotten any press yet on that or? Um, it's, it's just starting. Yeah, it's just yeah. starting. So, okay. still okay. not, you know, that's not yeah. going to be, people have, people have been talking to us about it, but it's not yeah. like you're going to print an article three weeks in advance. Yeah. That's true. Any, yeah. Yeah. Any articles yeah. will probably happen the, the week before or the week of. Okay. And that, that makes sense. And that'll, you know, that way you're at the top of, of people's minds as well. Yeah. When people are right. thinking about, well, what do we want to do this week? You know? <laughs> so, okay. And, All right. And thankfully, say, thankfully something like a festival, I mean, when you're, I mean, like at least me on my own or me produced with Exit, uh, especially in this market, it can be really hard to to punch through all the other shows that are sending press releases, you know, because mm-hmm. um, it's just I'm just essentially one guy with the show, um, and and there's so much theater going on, and there's so much so much happening in the arts uh, that any editor or or critic has a hard time getting to everything. Yeah. Um, 
But but the nice thing and and all and, and the critics usually won't come out for a one night show. For one, exactly. They'll um, do it for a run. Like Christians, I, I'm much more of a person who's always done big theaters one night, mm-hmm. and there's like you know a couple that I do on an annual basis for for ten fifteen years now, a few of them, um, and it's great. I I don't get reviewers out to my show. Christian does a much smaller theater shows, but he'll do a two week run mm-hmm. um, or, or longer, I guess. Two months, two run, month, two, two months, months, yeah. yeah. And so he gets the reviewers out, and the, because it's you know at that point it's a the, it's a real theater show. It's not a show in a theater. That's and, big difference. I, right. I do shows in a theater. Right. He does theater <laughs> shows. Right. Yeah. And, and even then, and even then, it you know uh, it took me it took me an, an exit theater what 10, 12 years before we finally got the chief theater critic for the San Francisco Chronicle. Who, who I know, like, I chat with all the time, like, if I see him in public, um, to finally come out to see one of my shows uh, a, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. So, but, do so you see how, like, hard that could be? But something like a festival, um, people get much more excited about, especially if it's a magic festival. So we've already had a, a decent amount of interest of people who want to want to cover it and write about it. Um, okay. So, uh, so, you know, knock on wood, things things get rolling and, and creates excitement for next year. Yeah. And you know, it, it makes a lot of sense whenever you're talking about doing a, uh, something that's multiple nights, you can have, you can make a bigger impact. I remember whenever I interviewed uh, a couple of guys from the, the danger circus, Tom Britton and uh, Carrie Kaz, they were talking about how they were planning on touring that, uh, and that they weren't going to go and do like one night things, but they were going to have multiple night engagements and try and generate buzz along the way. And by the time that they were finished with their their run there, the uh, the later dates would have you know more people um, in the seats. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Sure. I mean, it's, it, having a good show is the best marketing you could ever have. Right. So uh, <laughs> you know that's what you hope, and that that is the thing. Like I don't, I have a hard time with because I do one nighters usually. Yeah. Is you go in, you have, might do a great show. People might go home and talk about it, but they can't. The friends aren't going to come the next, mm-hmm. the next day or the next week um, from that hype. Which yeah. it's you could create hype by just doing that long run. You, you can build it much easier. Yeah. Okay. Now, how does it work uh, buying tickets for this? If if I buy a ticket for the fest, am I getting um, am I getting to go each night, or do you buy a ticket for like a specific night? How does that work? Either way, there's tickets yeah. for both individual shows you can buy, or you mm-hmm. can buy a pass that's for all the shows. Okay, yeah, and if you, can, you buy the pass, do you get kind of a break on on price yes. or something? Okay, so yeah. so because uh, uh, Exit Theater is still in, still an independent theater at heart that wants to give that does that doesn't want people to have to be cut out of something because they can't afford it. Right? There's already three there's already three price points for each show to begin with, mm-hmm. uh, and this is actually something we started doing with with one of my shows years ago. The general ticket price is twenty five dollars. You can click on twenty five and pay twenty five dollars. You can, if you were a little flush that 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 week and you felt like donating a little extra to, to the theater, mm-hmm. you can click on thirty dollars. <laughs> and if you're like, and if you're like, I need a little bit of a break, you can click on twenty dollars. So you mm-hmm. you can actually decide yourself: do you want to pay ten, twenty, twenty five, or thirty dollars for a ticket for any one of those shows? There's sh- seven shows though, so you can actually get a festival pass, and for an even hundred bucks. You can get a pass to see all seven shows. Oh wow! And, and it's, right, so you get a nice little break. And you know, seven shows for a hundred bucks in one week—not a bad deal. So we hope people will take advantage of that. And it's a really, great deal. I mean, yeah. it's, it's an incredible deal that people are getting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, so Christian, we really, you, we really hope come up for that. Christian, you, you said you've uh, you've done that in the past with that kind of uh, uh, payment uh, idea. Then, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what have what yeah. have you found? Um, uh, the breakout to be in in people paying what amounts? 
Uh, I, I'm, depends, I'm just curious. <laughs> it, it depends on the economy. So the, the reason why we started doing that, um, Exit Theater used to do uh, $20 online. This, now, this is like 10 years ago. $20 online. Um, if you want to like guarantee yourself a, 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 a seat in the theater, otherwise you can come pay at the door, mm-hmm. uh, hope that there's seats available. And usually there would be, and you can pay a 12 to $20 sliding scale. Okay. And, and that was great because particularly, uh, young people, students who have extra, have a little extra pocket cash on a Friday and have the energy on a Friday, uh, they'll buy tickets on it. They'll, they'll show up and, and, and buy tickets on a Friday. So we would always sell out on a Friday mm-hmm. and then we'd always, and we'd do pretty well and sell out on Saturdays typically with grownups who didn't want to go out on a Friday night. Right. And they would buy tickets ahead of time. Yeah. After a while, the show, the, the shows that, I, that we were doing got, went pretty well, that went very well, that we were just selling out Fridays and Saturdays all the time online. And we thought, you know, let's, let's just make this an even $20. <laughs> right. And, but then, and everything online. And we did that. And it was 2008 spring. <laughs> and then the world took a, da- a dark turn. And the economy crashed. Yeah, yeah. And 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 we and and Saturdays we did well. Fridays not so much anymore because those students who were willing to spend twelve bucks and had the energy to go on a Friday night couldn't come out anymore. The, the twenty bucks wasn't worth it to them anymore. It was it, so so we like we didn't want to like go backwards. We didn't want to slide back. Mm-hmm. And but I was but I was saying well I really want to do some things to give people an opportunity. So we came up with kind of that that three tier system. Um, of being able to give people a chance to, to decide uh, what they would pay. And back then, for my shows, it was 15, 20, and 25. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, for the festival, we're doing the the different price points. But so so it's like, how does that break down? What what season is it? What 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 year is it during the economic downturn and the upturn? You know? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's know? variable. It's uh, arbitrary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For, for okay. in our situation, it's 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 been really difficult to to figure that out. But you know things have been up. Things have definitely been taking a better turn in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so uh, so knock on wood, things will continue and that'll work out. That's me yeah. knocking on wood. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what have been uh, some of the things that you've learned from this, uh, this experience so far? I think you have to ask that after the case. Yeah, the case. I know. Well, right now, okay. We're just, yeah. We're still doing. It. I know it's just been. I mean, it's been <laughs> pr- pretty good because uh, Christian and I both. We, we have completely different styles and how we do things, but we mm-hmm. work together really well. Yeah. And so it's um, – because I always want to go really big and really um, – you know, I'm much more of a capitalist when it comes to producing a show. <laughs> and I'm a pinko commie yeah. liberal. Yes. It, it, well, <laughs> it, so is Jay sort of. Yes, but, I am. But it's but, – uh, but I'm a – but it's at the same time, I'm still like, I look at the business side of it much more and the, you know, want to do it bigger. And which is nice with this is he's kind of kept it down, kept me down a little bit, making it smaller and easier the first time. Right. Because it's like, all right, let's just do this in a, in a size that we know we could be a success. Right. Yeah. Opposed to I look kind of like, let's go huge and is how I always want to do it. <laughs> and, and I'm very much the tortoise in the race. I'm like, let's, we're going to get there. We're going to get steady. there. Yeah, slow and steady. <laughs> but I mean, but you know, Jay has succeeded in doing his his go big or go home shows. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just we're just dealing with with a very different situation, a very different environment. And, uh, yeah, and since and it's also with this, I would have probably pushed to be bigger to begin with in certain certain ways, be bigger. Except for I've been on the road so much and so busy just working that I'm like, all right, Christian's going to be have to be in charge of this a little bit more. So we're kind of since I'll be away a lot, 
that it's just kind of figuring out, all right, how do we work together? And it's, there's times where I'm like, you know, with decisions, it's like, okay, if he feels that's the better decision, yeah. he's going to have to do the work, um, you know, on that part of it, yeah. you know, I'm going to let him, we'll do it, go his way. Yeah. And so, uh, and, I mean, and you know, it's like, and I'm, I'm the one who's been doing more of the, the producing of the small shows and, and my experience of doing fringe festivals across the country. Uh, so it's like, you know, I know how to, I know how to handle, you know, that kind of situation and trying to set up that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay gets the big game. And so we're always kind of like, all right, how about this? How about that? What do you think of that? Okay. Do you think, all right, you want to, all right, well, you, you want to do it that way? Okay. We'll do it that way. Um, and we're just, you know, and I mean, we, we've known each other for a long time and, 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 uh, we, we've, we've worked together. Um, once upon a time, I, I would massage his back and mow his lawn for him. Um, <laughs> At the, at the same time, <laughs> at the same I, time, <laughs> I, I was Jay's first intern back in like nineteen. When he, he was twelve. I was twelve years old. Okay, uh, I was twelve years old in nineteen ninety nine. Um, yeah, no. So, so, so Jay and I <laughs> like have worked we together. So we, yeah, we go yes. way back. We, we we know how to do this. Okay, we know how to figure this out. Now, what of have there been any challenges that you guys have encountered so far? Not so far. Not really. I think there's. I think there are. There's some jealousy of some performers who didn't get in the first time and, and want to be in it. But okay. but there will be other years gonna, too. So yeah, there's going right. to be other years, right. and, and it's like we didn't mean anything. It didn't mean that we didn't care or like the people. Just, it's just we only had so many slots and days. And, yeah, yeah. And um, and so I think, but you know, other than that, but that's always going to happen. And you know, and if there is other people that have problems with it, they're not saying it to us. Right. Um, right. You know, like anything else. So I think, you know, you're not, you're not doing it right unless you're making somebody mad. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think uh, you're right. If, if nobody, if, if you're not hearing any kind of like uh pushback or anything, you're not doing anything worthwhile. Right. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> at the same time I do, you know, it's cause I, I do, I always want to push the boundaries a little bit and, even though this is, it's also, it's kind of like, again, I'm, I'm, we're trying to build community, not, yeah. not tear it down right. with it. Yeah. So, uh, and that's, and, you know, and that's why it's like, you know, we have, we have like, like two variety nights where it's kind of like a, a bunch of magicians and, and then the magic slam, which is, you know, my excuse for like fun stupidity and, and getting like buddies to like come together and have a good time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yes. just, and we do, I mean, we have a lot more performers than he kind of had mentioned. We also have Sebastian Boswell III, who won the San Francisco Fringe Festival. We have Ryan Kane. We have Glenn Nicoletti, who does mm-hmm. a character, um, Otis, Otis. Uh, who's like a hillbilly magician. Hill, kind of hillbilly guy. magic. It's great. And um, so nice. we, uh, you know, we, we've got a, there's, there's other people too. Uh, 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 just- uh, Kevin Blake and Link's the Animator. And uh, we have not announced it yet, but probably, but we can announce it here. Um, uh, for the when, uh, for the closing night, we have uh, Timothy James and David Harada. Right. Um, we're working on on that a bit more. Oh, and uh, 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 Ray Andrews. Um, so you know we have we, we have a bunch of people in this festival, and uh, and hopefully, and, and hopefully we're we're covering. And and also the Exit Theater has more than one one more than one venue in it. It actually has a really great uh, small venue that that works great for close up magic, uh, for like live close up magic. So we're, you know, we're dreaming about like in the next couple of years being able to like make this successful enough where we feel we can add another venue to it and start adding like the close-up guys mm-hmm. uh, oh, to the festival. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Um, as far as uh, the, uh, 
the uh, Fog City Magic Fest. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to cover on that? or um, Check it out on social media, Fog City Magic Fest on Facebook and uh, Twitter and Instagram. Okay. And you can so, go to the website, fogcitymagicfest.com. Yep. Awesome, awesome. And what are the days one more time? February 10th to the 13th. Okay, cool. And all of that information is there on the website as well as uh, on the social media uh, avenues. On the, on, <clears throat> on the Twitty faces, yes. The face yep. tweeties and the Insta. <laughs> and there there will also be links to that as well if you visit successfulperformercast.com slash uh fog city magic fest um i'll have all of the all of these things linked up and uh um and any news that comes out about it as well i, I think i'll i'll try and add that uh as Great. it comes out as well so um now real quick this is uh I mean, th- this is a semi related uh in mainly that uh the podcast I do is is a business centered podcast but uh Jay um I I got word that you've been doing um some marketing videos or something like that Um yeah I mean it's basically it's a it's it's not like a real marketing course you know mm-hmm. I don't know what it'll turn into in the future but basically it's they're just emails I send out to um uh, but start off is I kept having people send me emails or calling me and asking me for advice. And a lot of times I was getting the same questions over and over. So, and I have really bad dyslexia and I hate typing and writing things back. Yeah. So for one of them, I just was sitting, I had my camera set up. I have a camera set up in my office always. Cause I do a lot of video proposals for clients mm-hmm. and, um, and he just likes looking at himself. And I like looking at myself. <laughs> he, is, yes. he, is, he is pretty. He's pretty. And so I, um, I, I just I would kind have of, to agree. <laughs> I, Your hair looks so good this morning. <laughs> uh, um, you're right, it does. That, that <laughs> was uh, Jay hitting Christian. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so uh, I basically just made I made this little video and just sent it to uh, to to what to somebody, and then I thought, you know what, I, I keep getting asked the same question. So I started just as I'm on the road, I've been kind of. Just, making these little video, almost like a video blog of with ideas on marketing and thoughts, my thoughts and tips and, you know, kind of like, you know, um, little, little tips and tricks and things that I do that I think are good. Or I'm at a show and the sound person makes a comment to me about, you know, thank you for, uh, you know, my sound. When I go into a show and there's a sound person is so unbelievably organized. I hand him mm-hmm. a book with, it's like idiot proofed as much as I can, even though when I say idiot proof, somebody will always screw something up, right. but it's, and I always have the sound people, you know, got, got blown away by it and thanking me. And they'll tell me some horror story of some other act they had come through and, you know, kept telling him how, you know, they'd shown their, their sound cues and say, Oh, just when I say this, do this. And you're sitting there, they're sitting there the whole time waiting for the cue. Yeah. And the person says it differently than they told him. Right. So, you know, after one of the, this guy telling me this, I kind of went back and just showed kind of how I organize my, my sound cues and not saying it's the, the best way. It's just the way, here's how I do it. And here's different kinds of um, programs you can use. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, so I started doing these emails out and I send out, I try to send one every other week or so. And um, yeah. It, and if actually if, any of your listeners would like to be on the list because it's, it's again it's it's completely free. I just send it out, and yeah. the more people I'm help you know that want to watch it once I've done them, it's just as easy to send it to two hundred people as it is to fifty. Um, if they go to jail, we can do do jailalexander.com 
backslash um, performer cast. Okay. And they could just sign up and, you know, it's free. Just okay. if they'd like to do it. Again, it's jalexander.com backslash performer cast. All right. And the, I'll put them on the email list. And it's, it's again, it's just simple marketing ideas of and, and thoughts on how to market themselves better. Okay. And I, I figured since, you know, I, I have you here, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. So, absolutely. All right. So um, we'll definitely go over there and check that out. Thank you. And Chris, right. I also want to thank you, and I'm sure Christian feels mm-hmm. the same way. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you both for, for letting us be on here again, as well as for doing this successful performer cast. Yeah. What you do is great for the whole magic community. Yeah, and uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. I'd like to thank the Academy. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, awesome, guys. Thank you guys again for joining us. And, um, hey, I'll see you guys online. All right. All right. Thanks. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Cool. Thank you for listening, and thank you to Jay and Christian for coming back on and taking us behind the scenes of what they're putting together. I'm going to actually have them come back on after the festival to explore how it went and to talk about what went well and what they might change for next year's festival. So be sure to visit them at fogcitymagicfest.com and also to like them on Facebook. Finally, are you getting a lot of value from these interviews and looking for a way to help support the show? I'd encourage you to take a look at and support us on Patreon, which is basically a place where people can partner with and support the artists and creators that they love. Essentially what happens is that for each episode that I put out, you would pledge a small amount of money, even as little as 25 cents. Now, you don't just get the warm, fuzzy feelings of supporting your favorite podcast, but I've also put in place some fun incentives for supporters at different levels, like shout-outs on the show, secret words for me to covertly slip into interviews, and exclusive Saturday morning Google Hangouts. In addition to this, Patreon supporters at all levels will have access to the uncut episodes, and in most cases we'll have them a few days before the episodes are officially released. These uncut episodes will often have exclusive content that is cut from the final episodes in order to bring them down to an hour long. So if this is something you're interested in finding out more about, visit SuccessfulPerformerCast.com slash Patreon, and that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. I will be back with you guys on Friday for the regularly scheduled interview. Uh, so that will uh, this inter- this uh, episode is not taking away from that. I'm keeping schedule on that, and we'll have another episode for you guys on Friday. So thank you guys for listening. You can reach me at ks at successfulperformercast.com. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter. Just look for at Chris Shepard, and I will see you guys next week. Or, well, on Friday. You know what I mean. Take care.